Sometimes these forces are so strong inside us, even as consciousness, but it's so strong inside this this identity of a person and past and time, relationship and memory and all of that. That in some way it feels almost impossible to to remain as the consciousness because there's still so much charge inside the personality. There's still so much energy to burn, there's still so many things to burn there. So I don't know any other remedy for that. But to really take the inquiry totally to heart and to to as your way of waking out of this dream. This dream of being a certain person which you are not I can only say that it has to be like that. Mm-hmm. That, um, and I think all of humanity is in this. Even people who appear to have been awake and uh, and uh, writing books and being something, still to break out of the mold of identity is perhaps the the last stain to. It is not that you cannot feel emotion and pain and frustration, but after a while they just become momentary. They're just momentary. They're not patterns. The patterns are gone. The outlines are not filled in anymore. You know, and that is the fruit of real inquiry. I cannot put another because the minute I start to speak to you on the level of inquiry, and I feel that somehow a response is present or your seeing begins to function again, then I feel space. If I cannot feel that space in you, then I just feel I feel trapped in you. I feel mm. like it's, a, it's just bloody depressing to, to, to be a human being, you know, believing yourself to be you know, your mind and conditioning and personality is such a small world. And at a certain point, I can listen to these things and say, yeah, okay, but maybe you need to take a look at this or so and so on. But I see how much aspiration, how much potential is showing itself in the conversation I'm having with you, and how, how long we can continue being talking in the energy field of a person, and, and when is the chance coming to see that you can take a full breath again in yourself? This is important. No? Because I don't feel a therapy. Therapy is only going to help you to be a more spacious person, a more free kind of person, a more sort of solving the problem that you had as a person. But it won't get you to be free. And one who is free can be in a relationship. Doesn't mean okay, you know, all relationships are free. No, no, no. You can you can have a loyalty in a relationship. It can be there, it can be something like that also, but just when it has such a sting and when I listen and I, what, I, what, what you feel is the kind of claustrophobia of living 
stuffed inside this meat body. It, it's she's very heavy, and yet I know that this is only real um, because of the investment of belief and attention and identity in it. Because if you are free, what situation is there that you can be in which will bring you back again in identity? There really should not be any situation that by itself has the power to plunge you back into identity. It may bring up something very powerful. It can bring up very, very, very powerful identification, but you will watch it. You'll be, something will be present with you to enable you to look to look at it and to hold your ground in the undivided state and to burn to burn that that uh, ghost but if you are in your satsang and these things come then in a sense you have to be a bit grateful that they show you because they don't create but they also reveal to you where there is still this insurgent power inside you there is still these these dividing powers inside you there's still all these conditions inside you and that relationships especially you know love relationships emotional uh, romantic relationships, this type of thing, is unique in stirring up and bringing out certain aspects of yourself that other relationships won't bring. And use it for your satsang. And you can use uh, satsang for your relationship, but I'll say use your relationship for satsang to find, you know, where where you compromise yourself as consciousness, not as a person. Mm-hmm. Because if you solve this as a, as consciousness, you really are out of the trap, any trap. If you solve it as a person, then it's only till the next problem. This is why I don't really want to give so much energy to, you know, sort of like looking through the alphabet system of problems. I rather just keep pointing you. Listen, you are consciousness. Because. If you are going to look at so-called problems one by one, for me it's like it's like going out with a fishing line and one worm to go and catch a fish to feed a family. But if I can get you to look from the place of consciousness, it's like throwing a net over the whole ocean and everything is caught in it. And how long it will take for that type of response to ignite in you again? To say, "Whoa, but yeah, of course, I'm like, I'm sleeping. I was sleeping. I was sleeping in this, in this mindset. I've been sleeping. But if you're not reminded, it's almost like the power is not showing itself to remind yourself. You know, and this concerns me because I feel, by now." You know, I need to see some signs there that you are able to bail yourself out. How long will you remain stuck in a situation 
that always you have to be rescued. At a certain point, you start to be able to look and say, No, 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 it's not this, not to go there, don't touch this. And stay with the love, but look at where the deceit is and look where the where the division is and understand that and stay put in in the righteousness of consciousness. And sometimes I really don't know if as yet you know it's like a flat battery in a car and I'm just push starting you and it's a lot of energy to push start a flat battery in a car. A lot of energy. You can some people you can push maybe for ten meters and that's it. You push put it in first gear. Then when it fires up, then you don't have to push anymore. But if you keep pushing, push and the bloody car won't start, then you know what what to say. I look, I see the batteries in place, the wheels are there, you know, everything is there. Why it won't start? Why it won't start? Why is it that in this time of being together and looking and and sitting with me also, and I have nothing else to share with you but this, because I don't see anything that comes near to the power of inquiry. For the freedom of consciousness in the human form, I don't see anything greater than this: surrendering yourself at the feet of God, or inquiry. And I've not given you a mixed message. I've not given you fifteen techniques to always point you back. Then I want: What are you doing in this year? Sleeping or what? Or is there some mistrust, or some resistance, or or you're in a kind of coma? It's like. Uh, not a surrendering, like something is holding. Uh... But this surrendering, I know this something is holding. I know it's not true. Why don't you know it's not true? Why you keep on speaking about this? But you know, there's something there. It's nothing. It's nothing at all. It's just a belief that you've kept up that there's something there. Something you are here. There's something is there. What is a something there? Where have you got to go to? How much? Inches, how many feet, how many meters you must go to meet God? Uh, how how much distance is there? What must you pass through that you say something is there? Where do you have to go that the something being there means anything for you? What is that? Some tightness in the chest, or claustrophobia, all these things. They are just the. Uh, the bark of a chihuahua. Why are we giving so much energy to this thing? I really find it totally unacceptable, actually. I find it unacceptable that after all this time, something is presented before you and you are able to look for yourself and stop believing in the insanity of your own mind or you know, the identity which you know to be not true. Then what gives it more life? You must prove that, because if you ask for help, 
an elf is offered and this is the case with many people they ask for direction they ask for help the elf is offered but they don't take it they're going to take something else so i i see that it's a kind of a game or sort of something that that you keep up is not someone else is doing against you something inside your own energy field is somehow got some some dirt some some what you may call some corruption or something in it but it can be cleaned out you know at a certain point you can't keep blaming the devil blaming your the police blaming the government blaming your parents blaming your partnership blaming blaming blame you have to look and say well hang on a second but it really doesn't work like that something here is cooperating with it i feel that this i don't know somehow i find myself talking more to you at this moment and i cannot say that all this talk is to try and save your relationship mm-hmm. is to save you actually yeah. because mm-hmm. there is something there which is a kind of shutdown but for me is you give so much energy to what is just you know not essential what is fleeting what is momentary you're giving so much attention to it you know and and you can see the effect because you know your energy slips into a very tamasic state you look like you're tied to your chair or something like you're being told off i don't know all these things are coming up and it's only the perfume of identity that they see there you see and it it is not you it's not it's not true but i don't see how uh even the feeling like i feel stuck in this i just feel like trapped i understand this feeling that for many people they can feel a bit uh, you know like trapped or stuck i don't know what to do and so on so on so but don't put your whole life into that feeling it's just a feeling and keep on talking in terms of you know i just feel stuck i don't know what to do and you keep you know sort of like reminding yourself and other people that you don't know what to do and you feel like this and you know you don't know what to do and you know I don't know it used to feel better before and it's my god you know what is this who wants to read your newspapers but i see it is just a habit should you be bouncing around ju- jumping for joy mm-hmm. no but you could be in a place of uh, great uh, contentment and peace and not easily intimidated by your own concepts or projections or so because i told you you know if you say something wants to run away i say where are you going to run to tell me a better place than here any of you <laughs> do i would like you to tell me cuz mine wants to run mm-hmm. and uh, it's like you know where it's a relationship with with her or with me or whatever something is going to come you have the power you have the power but there's also some power that uh mm-hmm. that is purchasing your mind that is sucking your mind whatever happened yesterday or yesterday year or whatever it is is not real 
it still can have a force. I mean, in fact, all our lives as people are based upon old events in memory, somehow perpetuating a kind of a way, a way of expression, and so on. But unless you are able to move out of that dream state into the into that ageless consciousness, I don't know what to say to you. You have to be here for some time. I understand that somehow, yes, you have not been on the earth for thirty years or something or thirty odd years. You are not new to this. Maybe just we forget. A baby is not new to this. It's just a gain. It's just more. You have to move on from upliftment feelings, where you feel beautiful for a while and you are in satsang, and then it wears off. And then humdrum, humdrum, humdrum. I find it unacceptable somehow. It's not what am I speaking to you as? As a person? No. There's a place actually for helplessness. Sometimes you can feel really helpless and you can ask for help. From the bottom of your heart you can say, Please help me, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, I don't know how to do anything at all. And it puts you back on course again. Not everyone has to follow the path of inquiry. If it's not yet, you know, your temperament or your energetic, you know, um, resonance, you can you can be like this. A way is provided for every state, for every, for every temperament, for every way of thinking. If he says, "I don't know what to do. Please help me." Help me to see what I should see. Help is there. So. I think that's another reason why there's no better place than here, because you don't have to have any way. You just have to have that in your heart. You don't have to be into inquiry, really. You can be in surrender. You can be in that, in anything actually, because you do provide somehow there's space for everything. Yes. There seems to be for a while some power inside that just stands a chance with you, a power to fall into delusion or something, Mm. that doesn't seem to give up. For as long as you're up for business, there is a stubbornness in me, and uh, associated with some pride, which doesn't want to give up. So still, it seems that it's not enough. Like I'm aware, like when I have all this state, I say, okay, let's just watch. But it seems like till. Uh, 
I don't manage to watch from a place uh, the place you're talking about. Like yes. I watch from a place and then it feels like I try to put this feeling a bit like this and then it's like somehow it energizes them or I don't know and then I feel all my energy go and I either fell to sleep or go and cannot uh, keep the feeling. I have to be honest with you that you are right for the most part because for most mm. people there is very little they can do about their situation. <coughs> For most people it's very little if you're if you if the if your mind pattern is a bit like that to go into this state is very little you can do you have to suffer more you just have to suffer more because if you only half suffer it's not enough uh, to break certain patterns sometimes only when somehow the potato is hot enough that you can let go of something that life you know, some you you becomes unbearable or something. For for most people, it's like that. That's what fuels change. Or maybe another way is like maybe falling in love with someone, and then somehow, pff, you know, it breaks, washes out all the all the debris for a while, but very quickly it starts to create a new conditioning again or something. Or you have an accident, or someone close to you dies or something to jerk you out of your sleep. But mostly for a while. And when I point to you, there is a way to come out. But it's not casual and just, yeah, relax, don't worry. It's not like that. This is why I don't go out looking for anybody. Because only those who find their way here, I feel, they stand a chance or something to, to, to take the shortcut. Because so many people, they have to. What may take them, you know, four years to process out. Maybe in two or three weeks they process it here or something. Because the the environment is so intensely saturated with that type of focus and devotion that all your little nonsenses cannot live happily in that. So then things get triggered, and then you feel all this kind of, you know, displaced and lost and angry and frustrated and just. But it's only because the fire is turned up, and all the bits that were hiding in different places start to come to the surface. But you have to be reminded of that and to say, look, it's okay. Don't panic. Don't go to psychotherapy. Don't go to your doctor. It's fine. Just keep saying yes and offer all these things up. Because you are not in a position at that time to do anything about anything. You would only be coming from the old way of looking, from the old mind that has the same old kind of approaches to try and get help, but it's only momentary. But something here offers a chance. I have been through IKEA, you know. In London, I go to IKEA sometimes, and they designed this shop, IKEA, that you just walk along, you're not thinking, and it takes you to every bloody department. You go yeah. everything, you see everything, and it takes you back to the counter. Okay, but 
Sometimes you can find a shortcut. Yes. You want to get out, you don't want to see all these things. You go to somebody yeah. and says, How can I go to exit? He says, okay, go to the children's department. And where you see the bed and the prams, turn left and go downstairs. Thank you. Pum pum, and you're out. Otherwise, you got the rest of humanity in IKEA. And IKEA is a perfect metaphor for the world. You have to keep going through and going through all the things. And, and everyone is following. And then, you know, so the satsang offers you shortcut. But if you're thinking, I want to come out a bit, uh, maybe I want to go back to linens. How can I get to linens? Okay, you just turn left and go to here. And you're back to linens and you have to go to everything, abidatry and candles and plants and carpets. Sometimes you go lights, bathroom. Restaurant. You have to go through everything you go through, go through, go through. For me it is like this, a metaphor that like everybody's just going through, carried along in the IKEA existence. And then something says, you know, like enough. I just want to go out. I want to oh go out. Say, yeah, well if you continue down here, no 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 no, I want to get out, get out now. <laughs> okay, sir, come this way. Uh, boom boom boom. Fresh air, thank you. Satsang is giving you fresh air. Just to expose uh, what is here and what I've been trying maybe to hide. It's like when you speak, there's strong things. I don't want to go there. Like you, you offer me the this space, this peace, this uh, like this thing. I, I'm pretending. Oh, I, I aspire to the. Uh, this is what I want, but there is something inside. I don't want to go there. Yeah. I don't want to take the shortcut. Yes. I I want to keep uh, enjoying my life. Yeah. This kind of nonsense. Yeah. And Actually, I have to expose it because it is I true. am just pretending like, oh, this is what I want. But no, it's like, I I, I'm just, uh, I can, I'm just, I feel all my action are expressing this lie, which I'm here pretending how I want well, to Well, at least if you are, something is pretending in this with your cooperation, that's why you say you, you are pretending. Because even a small particle of yourself that is somehow in betrayal to your truth feels like it's you doing it. Mm. And you have to learn to manage your powers. The mind is your power, the senses are your power, the power to believe is your power, the power to observe. Is your power. The power to identify is your power. And this ship you must sail alone. And you must sail your ship. And I am not unaccustomed to this type of thinking because even once, you know, one of the people here say, you know, the thought is there in me that, you know, if Muji dies, at least I can get on with my life. I know that it happened. People feel because that part of your mind is where like that. It's the bloody devil, actually. Okay, and it feels like yeah, yeah, because you know, and it's this part that keeps fantasizing that there's something better, that outside is free, and when you go, it will feel like freedom. The mind will say, "Hey, baby, come, come, come. It's look what nearly happened to you." Oh, and then you feel great, 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 great for a while. You're going to be in this thing, and I know many people who have slipped down that shaft. And they're still out there, thinking they have a life, you know. 
Thinking they have a life. You have to overcome that. You must discern between what is true and what is posing as true. Because for a while the mind is everybody's guru. But at some point you must discern what is authentic. Some things they sound the same, but when you come close you see they are not the same. When you smell them and taste them, they are not the same. But can you discern that? When the mind is divided, it is very weak. You may think you are keeping your options open, but actually you are weakening yourself. Either be fully wrong or fully right, but don't be half right. Don't be half wrong. If you want to drown yourself, well, why try and drown yourself in the shallow water? Better go out in the deep, drown yourself properly. You come with this kind of half-heartedness. As I said before, you ask for much, but you offer so little from your own self. You think that God is going to be tricked and put a fruit basket in your lap. Something in you, as consciousness, must choose somehow. Yeah. It's not choosing a hundred things, it's just choosing one thing. Yeah. You see, you don't have to join any club. But keep following the guidance you receive. Either you accept what I am speaking, put it to the test, or leave me alone. Go your way. Give your space to another one. Or if you are being here, try it out fully. So that if you fail, fail fully. Then you say, Listen, I tried it, it doesn't work for me. I said, Okay, show me what you did. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Okay. Well, you are just meant to fail. Off with your head, on your bike, or whatever. But don't hang around. You can be with me for the rest of your life, or lifetimes, any lifetimes you want. But one thing has to be you have to stay fresh. You have to stay fresh. Because I don't keep company with ghosts. That's why when you said there, there's fear of I don't know what it was, it's more like there's fear of I feel anyway. There's fear of true happiness somehow. But it's not a true fear. It's all to do with ignorance. Mm. There's no fear. There's no fear. Fear is an illusion. Because there's nothing really to fear. It can only come fear because of ignorance. Because fear is not a natural part of being. Mm. If we are in a state of continuing fear, it means that somehow we are off the mark. You are somehow you are not sitting inside yourself. We are identifying with something or something that can bring in 
this type of habitual fear. Of course, some, you know, a whiff of fear, something may happen, a response, but it doesn't carry off into memory or builds up any karma because there's nothing for it to do that. It's only when you have <coughs> the identity of a person, then you come into time and memory and desire and longing and and all of these things. In India, one man was asking me, Muji, I want to talk here and satsang. I'm taking a risk because really I'm very, very shy and I find that so and so and so and I'd like to really get over the shyness. I said, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not interested mm-hmm. in helping you to overcome shyness. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in helping you to overcome shyness. Maybe it's good that you're shy because mm-hmm. maybe you're not shy, you'd be very arrogant. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I cannot help you to stop shyness. I'm here to help you to be free. So don't be looking to try and just fix problems here, fix this problem here. It's unending. It is unending. Find out who you are. Return to your truth. This is what this place is. I'm not a therapist. I can see all these interesting and so on about you, but I just don't believe in them. Yes, of course, sometimes things you have to do as you move, but your main focus is on being clear as, as to who, what it is that is consciousness. When you say I, that you are this consciousness itself. Not as a belief or a study, but as your own direct confirmation, verification, your own experience. And it is not difficult. It's not a question of difficulty. But if there's earnestness, if there's real resolve inside, if there's a real urge or desire for truth, then welcome. But if you're going to keep on giving, you know, a portion of your attention and your energy to these divided states, and oh yes, yeah, sometimes I love you, sometimes I don't love you, sometimes I sometimes I'm not. I say, my God, you know, what are you, this creature from? Lord of the Rings, what they call this one. I think some people are like that. Just a much more smarter version of it. I'm only here actually uh, for that. Only the people really who somehow have this undying uh, thirst for clarity, this love for truth. Otherwise, if that was not here, I don't live here with all these people. <laughs> Sincerely speaking, I know that the emphasis here is not on friendships, but perhaps here you meet the best friends you will meet, not to be seeking any. I know people here, I know people that they have been friends for like 35 years or something, and it is a blossoming friendship, a blossoming relationship, full of joy and freedom and freshness and pure love. But that's not the focus here. Let it happen. Because the Sangha must mean something. It must mean something. If there is integrity in it, and the only integrity I can see 
is to meet those who are who are just they're born for truth. They are born for truth. Keep their company. This love is God. This love is you. This love is true. This love is God.